this is Kyle Cooper. The lawsuit against two local police officers over the treatment of a five-year-old appears to be going to trial. A water main break disrupts service for some residents in Fairfax County. The Women's March is planning a White House sit-in over abortion rights. I'm Shane S. Doolin. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden has put pen to paper to say he says protect access to abortion after the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade. This is a moment, the moment, the moment to restore the rights that have been taken away from us and the moment to protect our nation from the extremist agenda that is antithetical to everything we believe as Americans. Now I'm going to sign this executive order. More from CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns. The move comes as eight states have already implemented abortion bans, including Mississippi on Thursday. Louisiana's ban went into effect today, despite protests. Like there are certain pregnancies that are not viable. Abortion needs to be able to be accessed by everybody who's able to give birth, regardless of just like healthcare options. Democratic lawmakers, including Senators Patty Murray and Elizabeth Warren, insisted the president must go further. Elon Musk says he's backing out of his $44 billion offer to buy Twitter, claiming the social media giant is in breach of various provisions of the sale agreement. CNET editor Ian Schur. In a lot of ways, this isn't surprising. We've been getting a sense for a while now that Elon Musk wants out of the deal. And he seemed to be questioning various bits about Twitter in order to find something to have an excuse to break up the deal. Twitter says it's going to sue the Tesla CEO to uphold that deal. Japan is mourning the shooting death of its longest-serving prime Minister Shinzo Abe. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer says Abe was campaigning for his party when he was assassinated. Shinzo Abe was giving a political speech to a small crowd when a shot rang out behind him. Then another. And he fell to the ground. His security tackled the gunman immediately, but it was too late. The former prime minister lay in the road with fatal wounds to his neck and chest. Mourners are remembering three of the seven people killed by a man who opened fire on a July 4th parade near Chicago. Services and gatherings have been taking place for Jacqueline Sondheim and Stephen Strauss. Sondheim's daughter, Leah, tells mourners. I'm overwhelmed with such profound sadness that she won't be holding my hand during all the important things I have yet to complete. Friends and family are also gathering in memory of 78-year-old Nicholas Toledo Zaragoza. One of the stars of TV Sopranos has died, actor Tony Sirico, who portrayed the memorable mobster Polly Walnuts. The boss and his family told you you're going to be Santa Claus. You're Santa Claus. Sirico played the part well because he lived the life, including prison time. In real life, his manager calls Sirico a great loyal client. Tony Sirico was 79. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 8.03 on Friday, July 8th, 2022. We have 83 degrees, expecting rain later tonight.
Good evening. I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. There's a new development tonight in the battle between Loudoun County Schools and the Attorney General of Virginia concerning a special grand jury. Loudoun County has said since the formation of the grand jury that's supposed to be looking into how the school system handled two sexual assault cases involving students that it was unconstitutional and unlawful. A judge is set to hear a motion on that Monday and Attorney General Jason Miares wants that hearing closed to the public. However, now Loudoun County Schools is calling for it to be open, saying none of its suit would disclose any matters that are covered by grand jury secrecy provisions. The judge in the case will likely address the issue before the hearing starts at 10 a.m. on Monday. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Also new tonight, a January trial is set for a lawsuit against two Montgomery County police officers who were accused of assaulting and handcuffing a five-year-old boy after he left a Silver Spring school in 2020. Dion Holliday and Kevin Christman picked up the boy after school administrators reported that he had wandered away unattended. Police body cam footage of the incident shows the officers screamed at him and even told his mother how to beat him. Bethesda Beat reports that despite county officials saying they want to settle, recent settlement talks have not been successful. The lawsuit alleges assault and battery, false arrest, false imprisonment and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Three teenagers who walked away from a Montgomery County residential facility yesterday have been arrested in connection with a carjacking. Three teenagers, a 15-year-old and two 14-year-olds, have been arrested and charged in a carjacking that happened at about 1.30 Thursday afternoon in Rockville. According to Montgomery County Police, the teens had taken off from the Regional Institute for Children and Adolescents about a mile away when they approached a man in a silver SUV on Physician's Lane. One implied he had a gun and all three then took the car. Hours later, at about 8 p.m., the teens were seen near the stolen vehicle in Oxon Hill, where police arrested them. They've been placed in the custody of Montgomery County's Department of Juvenile Services. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Some people in Fairfax County have little or no water service right now. Fairfax Water says customers in the area around Great Falls Street and Idlewood Road are dealing with low water pressure or no water at all. The cause is a water main break on Kirby Road near Beaver Lane. No word yet on when it might be fixed. We'll let you know when we know more. The Women's March has promised a summer of rage over the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade. And tomorrow morning, they'll hold a demonstration outside the White House. The organization is asking participants to be willing to risk arrest. We want people to go into protests with their eyes open and understand that we are in an escalation as a movement. We are, you know, kind of in an escalated and heightened period as a country. Women's March Executive Director Rachel O'Leary Carmona says this won't be the typical large protests they've held in the past. You should expect direct action and escalated tactics from a normal march. All of this, she says, to keep the pressure up. She says the president's recent executive action to protect reproductive rights was a good first step, but more needs to be done. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. There does not appear to be any organized counter-protests planned, though abortion rights opponents do plan to hold a large march in D.C. in January. And coming up after traffic and weather, we'll go in-depth on today's shocking news out of Japan, the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Stay with us. 807. 
I was ashamed to smile. My missing and decaying teeth affected my relationships, my career, my self-esteem, and my health. With these implants, I feel like I have my life back. Dr. Golpa's dental implant procedure is a miracle. Thanks to the exclusive technology developed by Dr. Golpa, it is now possible to replace failing teeth or ill-fitting dentures with beautiful permanent teeth in just 24 hours and at half the cost. Go to yourteeth.com to learn more and schedule a consult at our new Tyson's Corner office. That's yourteeth.com. People are increasingly turning to socially responsible ESG funds, but don't always understand what companies make up these investments. I'm Chase Henderstein, host of The Wise Investor Show. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn the truth behind ESG funds and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.